This is an OSV Podcasts production. To learn more about OSV Podcasts Network, visit osvpodcasts.com. FIG Ministry presents the Catholic Influencers Podcast. Join me, Alyssa Aegis, and my co-hosts, Father Rob Gallia and Justine Cumbo, as we break open the upcoming Sunday Mass readings and discuss relevant topics and life issues from a Catholic perspective. For a shorter, more reflective explanation of the Gospels, be sure to check out our sister podcast, Catholic Influences, Father of Galia Homilies. The Catholic Influencers podcast crew have broken down countless stories and boldly ventured into an array of different topics, all the while capturing our hearts in the process. Let's recap. Hey everyone, welcome to the recap mini-series here inside of the Catholic Influencers Podcast. My name is Augie. I'm very happy to have just joined the FRG ministry team, and I'm going to be your host as we look back at some of the highlight moments that the Catholic Influencers Podcast has given us over the past few years. I'm hoping to sift through and just find little golden nuggets that may have been missed or maybe deserve a replay uh, over these past nine seasons, and hopefully it speaks to whatever you or someone you know is going through right now, and it can be helpful for your current situation. For this week's episode, we're going to look at a few taboo topics. Our first episode was Death to Ego, second episode, Family Vocation, Motivation. This week, We're going to look at a few taboo topics our team have discussed on earlier episodes of the Catholic Influencers Podcast. We got the Holy Scripture. We have the Catechism. And yet, there are so many questions that remain left unanswered when it comes to current social practices and figuring out if they're right or wrong. These are the type of issues where there may be some blurred lines. It's not necessarily black or white, and it takes a little digging and searching in the heart to see if it pleases or displeases God. Should everyone do it? Should nobody do it? Is it good? Is it bad? Some might say it's sort of a case-by-case basis kind of ordeal, but you know, other people may have really strong opinions about these certain things, and they may, they may very well have a good reason for that. And, uh, you know, what's more taboo than Christianity and the stance on tattoos? Is it good? Is it bad? It can be easily misconstrued. So let's take a look back at a bonus episode that was released right before Season 6 titled Tattoos and the Church. And let's see what we find out. Hope you enjoy. But the only time the church teaches us things, particularly within the catechism and the teachings of the church, and is if there is something objectively immoral or some you do the right things for the wrong reasons, where something that we have immoral motives to to talk about, um, to to do something. Yeah. So like the church doesn't have a teaching on tattoos, mm. and even in the catechism of the Catholic Church, like there's no in the index, there's nothing on tattoos. Like no. you look under T, and there's nothing. But but there is in paragraph 364, it's, it talks about like the temples, the human body being a temple. 
And it says the human body shares in the dignity of the image of God. And then a little bit further down in the same paragraph, it goes on to say, for this reason, man or woman may not despise his bodily life. Rather, he is obliged to regard his body as good and to hold it in honor since God has created it and will raise it up on the last day. Mm. So the body is objectively good and we should honor the body in everything we do. In fact, that quote is in the Catechism of the Catholic Church, but it is quoted from Gaudium et Spes, um, a, a, a Vatican Council II document. So the question you see that we need to is, is we need to honor our bodies and regard our bodies as good. They are intrinsically good. Okay, so uh, whether our bodies look good, look bad, feel good, feel bad, our bodies are still good because they are created by God and they're created good. So the question when doing things like tattoos or even piercings is not whether this is morally right or morally wrong, because we won't have an answer there. But the question we need to ask is, am I honoring my body as a God-given good if I get this tattoo or I I get this piercing? So uh, we need to understand, understand that we need to honor the body in everything we do, everything we eat, every piercing, every tattoo, always to honor the God-given body that we have. There's nothing anti-Christian about tattoos, but still, there are certain things, and I'm going to just say maybe five things that we need to be careful of when uh, doing a tattoo. First of all, safety. Look after your body. Don't take any needless risk to your body. Watch your health. Make sure that the standards of the tattoo parlor are up to standard and that you're going to be looked after and that there's no reused needles and so on and so forth. And um, get medical help if there's any infection or anything that comes out of that. The second thing is consider how others perceive this. If you're going to get... Um, piercings or uh, tattoos on your neck or the, uh, and you're going to work with elderly people in the hospital just consider the reaction consider how it might affect people not that we need to be um, controlled by what others think of us but let's be considerate the third thing is art it's it make sure it's good art and I know art is um, subjective what is good and what is not but think of it as as temple art versus defacing it with graffiti Okay, um, and honor your body, and don't vandalize it. De- decorate it, don't desecrate it. The fourth thing thing is, think forever that this is going to last forever. Don't take something that's fashionable for a while, you know? Um, like the pineapples. My goodness, those were fashionable for, uh, for, a, for a while and everyone got pineapples. And uh, the, that, that happened for, for a while. Maybe it will remain fashionable, but just think twice, think three times before that happens. They got pineapple tattoos or they just bought the fruit? No, they got pineapple tattoos. What? That's so... Why? Well, there was a very big a phase, a phase. But, oh. but maybe it's still fashionable. Maybe it still will be in 40 years' time. I don't know. Well, a cool tattoo I have is what my keyboardist. Um, he, he got a pair of socks tattooed onto his onto his feet. That's a small <laughs> pair of socks. Does that mean That's he doesn't really have to cool. Wear socks? <laughs> no, no, they're tiny on his ankle. <laughs> but I thought it was cool anyway. Um, so I, if, when you think it is forever, just think. For example, if you, you print three or four T-shirts and wear that same T-shirt with the design of your tattoo, wear that same t-shirt for six months. See if you get sick of the design. Obviously, watch those t-shirts in between. Please. Because you will you seriously get sick of those, yeah. that design. And uh, so will society. And the rest of everyone. I hate your tattoo. <laughs> uh, 
And then the fifth thing is, is your motives. Is your motive for vanity or um, because you don't feel good about a particular part of your body so you want to cover that or um, that you think that t- this tattoo is going to make you happy? Just watch your motives. Do it for the right reasons. So if you get a tattoo, get something that will inspire you and remind you of what is most important in your lives. And the greatest importance is that we honor God and we remember that God is the center of everything and this draws us closer to God. Thank you for seeking the Lord with us today. If you long for more content and resources, check out our church online. FRG Ministries Church Online is where you will find ongoing spiritual nourishment and inspiration. Online Mass, Prayer, Rosary, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, Worship Music, Eucharistic Adoration, and so much more. You can even submit your prayer requests and commit to pray for others. FRG Ministry Church Online will inspire and deepen your love and understanding of Christ and His Church. Be blessed by FRG Ministries Church Online at frgministry.com slash churchonline. Hey everyone, welcome back to the recap mini-series here inside of the Catholic Influencers podcast. I hope you enjoyed that little highlight clip talking about tattoos and piercings. It was a bonus episode. It dropped in between season five and season six. The uh, episode is titled Tattoos and the Church. If you're really interested by this topic, I definitely encourage you to go listen to the whole thing. I wasn't able to fit it into the highlights, but Father Rob had a really awesome interview uh, with uh, a guy named Phil Webb. He's a pastor of ACC Church out in South Sydney, and he actually got a doctorate on Christians and tattoos, believe it or not. And uh, yeah, it was it was really cool. He I guess when he was getting his master's, he uh, just decided to study what is this taboo popular craze of specifically in the Protestant circles he was looking at. You know why are so many Christians getting tattoos nowadays? And so he just kind of looked and interviewed and saw what's the heart behind it and and uh, yeah, just tried to understand it. So um, I think it's yeah definitely something that that was really cool to listen to. And uh, if you're interested by that topic, definitely go check it out. I myself do not have tattoos. I've gone back and forth on this so many times. I constantly feel the pressure because I am a hip-hop artist, a rapper, and so I just feel that little pressure of like, man, maybe I should get some tattoos so I look cool. But I just can't figure out what I want on my body for the rest of my life. It's a really big, it's a big decision. And uh, and so, yeah, I, I haven't pulled the trigger on it yet. This next topic is also not clearly defined in the catechism. People who support it can be seen as dabbling in activism, and those who don't receive a little backlash and criticism. We are going to recap Season 6, Episode 1, titled Catholics and Veganism. Should all Catholics be vegan? I don't know. I really hope not, but maybe I'm just being selfish. So let's see what we can learn as we look back and listen. I think this is a, a really interesting conversation, so I hope you enjoy it. An interesting one. Catholics and veganism. Are you a vegan? I am not a vegan. I have dabbled in vegetarianism, but um, <laughs> okay. didn't, didn't last, but um, I'm not a vegan. 
Okay. Um, I've never been a vegan or a vegetarian, so, um, but I, I do know a lot of people who are. Like one of my staff members is, is a vegan and he took me to a vegan restaurant. I yeah, enjoyed it's actually that. delicious. It is very good. No, I, I'm, I've had several vegan meals and goodness, if I had the patience to do it and I had, if it was easier, I would con- certainly consider being a vegetarian or a vegan. So. Mm. So what is the church? Tell, tell us a little bit about what you found out as we're preparing for, for this. Well, um, what I, I, I kind of already knew, but sort of rediscovered is that pe- people are vegan for many varied different reasons. Um, some do it to alleviate animal suffering, which is a really good cause. Others do it because they want to pursue a healthier lifestyle and still others are, you know, real fans and advocates for sustainability to, you know, reduce greenhouse gases. And all of those things are really, really good things. Um, but it still leaves the question, Father Rob, mm-hmm. like should Catholics be vegan or should it be kind of mandated or strongly encouraged for Catholics to be vegan? Okay, well, let's think about it this way. First of all, it, it is, um, it's an amoral issue. It's not Amoral means that it is not good necessarily or intrinsically good or intrinsically bad. Okay, mm. so it's it's a matter at the end of the day, it's a matter of conscience. So your informed conscience where it leads you to conscience of, of sustain, st- sustainability, looking after the environment, but also what your conscience says about your health in body, mind and soul. Mm. So it's important to, to know that. But we also know at the same time. Uh, the question I have is like Jesus, we know that Jesus ate fish, you know, yeah. when he rose from the dead, he ate fish with his disciples. It says clearly that he ate fish. We know that he um, he multiplied the fish. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He didn't say, hey, oh, wait, hold on, remove those two fish and then I'll perform my miracle. Mm-hmm. No. So he multiplied the fish and the loaves. So he endorsed in a sense, at least um, pescatarianism or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he multiplied that. He also went the idea of fish as well. When Jesus, when they were fishing, Peter, he says, throw the, f- um, this was James, actually, James and John. He says, throw the net on the other side. Mm-hmm. And then they caught a lot of fish. And then at the end of, at the, um, after the resurrection, the same thing, throw the net on the other side yeah. and they caught a lot of fish. So, he sort of endorsed eating fish, or but he didn't certainly didn't force anyone to eat fish. But mm. and there's a question as well that um, whether he ate lamb as well, because many Catholics, um, the Catholics, Jews, <laughs> Jews ate lamb during the Passover feast. There's no scriptural evidence that he did eat lamb. So some people argue actually he didn't. Mm. We don't know. We don't know. But he, there's no words to say that he um, had anything against that. But I think this we need to know that. Um, it, it isn't a matter of a moral issue, but we need to have a well-formed conscience when yes. making this decision. Yes. Let's go to the Catechism of the Catholic Church. This is um, 2417 and 2418 if you want to look it up. So this is what the Catechism of the Catholic Church says. It says, it is legitimate to use animals for food and clothing, but it is contrary to human dignity to cause animals to suffer or die needlessly okay mm. we, so there are many questions we need to ask here and we need to talk about yeah. here because it's not black and white mm. i think it's about it, where the the moral issue becomes is is the lack of sustainability for example having all these animals and cows and producing all these gases and having these animals killed um, needlessly, yes. meat being thrown away, and and also being 
tortured. Yes. So this certainly, certainly is not God's will. God yes. doesn't want us to harm the animals, to treat animals with a lack of dignity, to store animals in a, in a pen where they cannot breathe, they cannot eat. That's where it becomes selfish. Yes, 100%. And even just bringing it closer to home for me, because even just sort of researching this challenged me, um, because I know that I can be quite wasteful as well. Just because, you know, you can rock up to the, we have Woolworths or Coles, our local grocery store, and there's a super abundance of meat and you don't have to even think about where it's come from. You just grab a packet and pop it in your shopping and it doesn't really breed a culture or a mentality or a consciousness of thinking about your food, thinking about what you're eating and where it's coming from and um, whether you are being wasteful or, um, I suppose, greedy in, in your consumption. I know I eat yes. meat almost every day. It's like yeah. our culture. <laughs> Maltese without meat is like, I don't know if you guys have watched My Big Fat Greek Wedding, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, when the mum is like to the vegetarian partner, you don't eat no meat, like, <laughs> then I make lamb. You know, it's just not in their way of thinking. So, you know, do I have to eat meat every day? No, I don't. I don't. And. I think I've gone down this rabbit hole of just doing it without thinking about yes. it. And I think that is at the, the beginning of, of really needing to challenge myself in my yes. own thinking and my own consumption. So it's about, yeah, not wasting. It's also about looking after your body, making sure you have the right diet. But also at the same time, looking out for nature. God has given us the authority to look after nature and not to take advantage of it. This production would not be possible without the support of our FRG ministry partners and donors. Your ongoing support ensures that our online masses, online courses, podcasts, TV programs, school, youth and parish outreaches continue to reach millions of people across the world. Please prayerfully consider giving a one-off donation or becoming an ongoing ministry partner and join us in our mission to share the love of Jesus and His message of hope to the ends of the earth. Find out more at frgministry.com slash donate. Well, I hope you enjoyed this recap episode here in the Catholic Influencers podcast. Man, it was really hard to figure out which ones to play. Uh, Honorable Mentions is uh, Season 7, Episode 2, Can I Take a Selfie? I really wanted to to find some, a, a little highlight of that one, but there's another one that kind of goes with this taboo topic theme. And then I also was very interested in getting my tinfoil hat on and my conspiracy theory brain and uh, chopping up some clips from Season 6, Episode 17, End Times. Dun, dun, dun. So you can go check out those episodes as well if you enjoy these kind of fun topics and you need a break from... I don't know, really serious stuff. Uh, you know, I, I like how Father Rob constantly, you know, was saying this is an amoral issue. You know, this is not, this is not something that's, um, you know, super super bad stuff. Um, you know, I mean, it could be. They, there, there. I'm sure there's cases where some of this stuff is bad. And I, I don't know. What my takeaway is at the end of the day, your body is a temple, and uh, you know, we have to um, make sure that we don't take god's gift to us our you know our bodies our neighbors and uh and this world and everything that lives in it for granted you know and, and just treat it with with care and so that i think is definitely 
what I am taking away from this episode. Uh, if you enjoyed it, I really hope that you you share it around. Thank you for jumping in and listening to this recap mini series here at the Catholic Influencers Podcast. You know, if there's someone who you think that you know uh, may may find this type of content fun and might bring them a little bit closer to Jesus and to the church, then share it with them. Why not? You know, um, make it uh, make it make it a talking point around around a, a meal or a coffee. And uh, we are on TikTok now, so you can find us at Catholic Influencers. And you can head to our website, CatholicInfluencersPodcast.com, to get information on all of our social media and everything that we're up to. If you want to learn about the Mass, you want to learn more about the faith, I encourage you to go to EncounterCourses.com slash subscription, and you can find some really helpful online courses there, and we're going to continue to update and add as we go so watch that space thank you so much for tuning in god bless and i'll see you in the eucharist this has been a production of osv podcasts to learn more visit osvpodcasts.com